0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams and that's back in here with another YouTube live stream. Got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday. Uh, this is the Wake Up Show. Sorry, I was I was already on Tuesday night, ready for my slow Tuesday. Slow wine. I like to get you nice and slow slow wine you know we you get your big girl you put your hands all around her waist like that and you put it all around that body you can't even close your hands at the back slow wine i like to keep you nice and slow shout out to the gorgeous out here i need to line me one up here in las vegas all right anyway man welcome to the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel all right man hey hey uh today's a great episode man three things a man should never aim to become in relationships all right we're going to talk about it in the context of relationships what we do here let me tell you what we do here um because people you know they get confused here so let the two bobs let us know what you do here what would you say you do here Yeah, what will you say we do here? We talk about relationships from the male perspective. This is not an equal opportunity show. This is not a balance show. We speak from the male perspective, which is very much needed, which is very much needed. We'll talk about that in a bit. But today's episode is three things a man should never aim to become in the context of relationships. And this is going to be a good one. Many of you guys have been putting in your guesses already. And we got to put these in, we got to make sure we respect the members of the coach gang for putting in their, uh, their, their requests or their, their guesses, all right, their guesses. And many of you guys have gotten a few already, but before we get on with today's show, we're going to tell you how to contribute to today's show. And so dollar sign CGA live down on the right bottom portion of the screen. That is the cash app also on PayPal, which I always forget to put in. All right. I always forget to put it in. Um, let me see here. see if i can type it in all right so um paypal is paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and i'll pin it at the top of the board right there i messed up several times and we'll see if we can pin it there paypal.me backslash coach greg adams if you have a lot to say i would say go over to paypal um if you don't have a lot to say you can just go ahead and contribute what is going on here you can contribute via the cash app either way is fine i do have a venmo i do have a venmo too um, which is uh, Greg-Adams-12, all right, in the building. All right, so uh, maybe, you know what? Do I have a banner for that? I do have a banner for that. I do have a banner. Oh, it doesn't have Venmo on it. Damn it. Kaylee, get on over here. All right, Kaylee, my assistant Kaylee has been sleeping on the job. Hey, Kaylee, I know, I know what you like. I know what you want, but uh, you got to get on your job, Kaylee. Hi,
1: my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love. But
0: I'm just trying to- yeah kaylee slow down i know there's a new digital sexual revolution in the last 10 years i mean it set women back you know another 150 200 years but they're having their fun and now they're looking to settle down
1: what happened where
0: did all the men know? i imagine if i hired someone like kaylee to be my assistant we probably you know, barely would have one show per day all <laughs> right anyway um Probably for about three weeks, and then I would get tired of her. Then I'd be like, give me a new one, <laughs> right? I'd be like, new. I, yes. I, I, yes, I can. Variety is the spice of life. Anyway, man, uh, let's get on to the earlier contributors to the show. How about we do that? All right. And then we'll give you the three things a man should never aim to be in relationships. By the way, this is a podcast format. If you want this in a 10 minute video, I'm sorry. You have to wait for Avery to put the timestamps in for you to take a shortcut in life. Yes, gentlemen, stop taking shortcuts in life. That's exactly why you're in the position you're in. That's why you go over to game and dating coaches to try to figure out all of this stuff out. All right. This is why men are lost. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Somebody requested a lot of money. Uh, Nope. <laughs> nope. What in the world are you talking about here? What what is this? I mean, send that amount of money. Don't request it from me. What is going on with people over here? All right, uh, we do have a couple of more here that were people that were on uh, yesterday's show. And uh, Kobe's lost son says one on roster should I only grind or keep her? Oh, I see what you said. You only have one chick on your roster. Ooh, boy, one is too close to none. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna see here. Already. one is the loneliest number jesus all right but shout out to you brother Hey, that was an honest question and i i was signing off as you sent that one but um one is too close to none so here's my here's my thing i would say this if you're gonna have one broad <laughs> mm. mira said Mira's in the house where you been girl man you owe me a lot of feed pictures she said that's not a roster that's a rooster that's a roaster okay look hey look if you're gonna have one woman just go monk mode just go monk mode (laughs) just go monk mode (laughs) what the hell is that one woman what that's not a roster that's a roaster a rooster what in the world one on your roster oh hell no dude i'm gonna be by myself if i had one woman. (laughs) I'm just, I'm not not joking, man. I'm not joking. There ain't no way in the world. If I had, if I was down to one woman, I would have zero. Mm. I would just keep grinding, put my nose to the grind. I don't know, man, just because one woman is putting yourself in a position of weakness as a male, but I'm not calling you weak. I'm, I'm just saying he's, this is an honest question. And I want men to understand that if you got one woman and she knows you're the only, she's the only woman. Dude, you're going to get ran over. There's nothing worse than one woman knowing you, knowing she's the only piece of peace leave you're getting. Oh, my God. I mean, you talk about just choking yourself out, literally and physically. <laughs> you're going to be choking yourself out because as soon as you roll over there and she knows she's the only piece of peace leave, she's going to be like this. Here.
1: Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for
0: lunch, okay? Yeah, man. No, 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 no. No, no. Not one. Zero. Zip. No way. No way in the no way on planet Earth, as long as I'm gonna exist on Earth, will I be down to one woman? If I'm down to one, I'm down to none. I'll just give up altogether and just chill and ride it on out. Ride it the hell on out. no. I'd rather go monk mode. Where are we at here? But shout out to you. Appreciate that question right there. Where are we at here? Shout out to Robert yesterday. He says, uh, for all your hard work, appreciate you. These guys came in right as the stream ended. Albert, Albert Ingram, he says, you do more for black men than any pro black. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm the Martin Luther King. I always told you I'm the Frederick Douglass of this. I'm definitely in the Frederick Douglass of this. I've set more men free and I freed more men than any of these men combined since the 1980s, for sure. I mean, Ke- Kevin Samuels has to get some credit. We got to give RIP to Kevin Samuels. Appreciate you, Aberdeen. I'm the Frederick Douglass of this. I'm setting men free. And this is an important message. And he said black men. But yeah, I mean, I listen, black men, men all across the world. What we're doing is this is the first time in history since probably, I would venture to say the 1950s, the 1940s, maybe the 1920s, that men have been able to openly speak free about relationships. This is the first time. It, this is revolutionary. I don't know if you guys know. I want you to appreciate what you're seeing here. What you're seeing here is revolutionary. This is the first time in history that men have been able to compare notes in relationships before we were told to be silent about this. And not too long ago, we were told to be silent about this. Who hurt you? And you shouldn't be talking about this. And just be quiet. You get divorced, just go back into your home, right? While you're homeless and struggling, getting ran over in the family court, And then the women are using the same playbook against every single man. Oh, just find a new one. You'll find a new love of your life. And then you go right back into the vicious cycle. And then you get ran over and railroaded, two-time divorce, three-time divorce. And you're sitting in the corner thinking about Robin Williams and yourself here. Mm. We don't want men to do that. We don't want men to be incels. We don't want you to be out here deleting people in parades. We don't want you to be out here. But they're going to point the finger and tell us, we're the reason why these men are doing these things, and absolutely not. We're freeing you men. We want you to know. We want you to know, man, there's a whole life to live out here. Out of the context of these monogamous relationships, you're missing nothing. Say you're a guy and you're an ugly guy like myself. <laughs> right? The women are like, yeah, you ugly. Uh, try again, ladies. Look at this skin. Look at this chocolatey skin on the screen you see right here. All right, first of all, let me just let you guys know. What, what, what would happen is you're an ugly guy. You're a guy who is not the top tier men. You're worried about hypergamy or hypergamy. You think you're missing something. I'm going to tell you something. Most men who are in relationships wish they can have the freedom that you have. Most men are tied down, henpecked suckers with one woman on their roster. And they think they're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. Yeah, by society standards, Maybe. But they wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. You ever, do the, the amount of times that I've been on airplanes, going somewhere, traveling, using my passport, passport, using my passport. There it is right there. That's my second passport, by the way. That's the newest one that just came in. All right, so what happened is um, uh, people, dudes will be sitting next to me on the plane with a girl. I'm on the plane with them. They're looking at me. Where are you going? And who are you going with? You meeting somebody there? Nope, I'm just going by myself. I wish I could go travel by myself. That's what they said. I wish I could go travel by myself. And I said, but you can't. I wish I could have a 9-11, but you can't. You know why? Because you chose a wife over a life. And I always tell men, well, you know, you made a choice in life. You chose a wife over a life. See, you could have lived this life freely. You could have traveled the 93 million square miles of this earth. All around the country, banging, blowing backs out, buying a little bit, selling a little bit, doing whatever you want. You chose a wife over a life. I chose a life over the wife life. All right. And I'm out here being free. So this is the first time in history that, especially brothers, brothers of the, you know, brothers, brothers, brothers. We call them brothers, brothers. All right. The black hand side. Give me five on the black hand side. This is the first time in history in a long time that we could share notes about what's going on and then air it out to the airwaves for other men and give other men advice about how to navigate this shark infested life. And the women aren't the sharks. We already told you who the sharks are. It's the government, it's STDs, it's pregnancies, it's the byproducts of relationships. Relationships by itself will be fine, but the byproducts of relationships are what put you in the hole. Well, metaphorically, physically and literally (laughs) put you in the hole. So once you understand this going in, then you can make a conscious choice. And if you decide to step in that mud, well, then you get what you deserve coming out now. So now you can't complain that you didn't know. Now that's the double-edged sword. We're helping you with this information. But then when you go on with the whole strategy and then you get your, you know, your feet caught in the tangled web that they weave when they first practice to deceive, what ends up happening is then we don't have no sympathy for you. We don't have any sympathy for you. See, The reality is you've been told that men who pay directly are tricks, but tricks, you know, a trick, a magic trick requires deception. As somebody once said, a magic trick requires deception where there's no deception in an equal transaction. You know where the deception is? Marriage. You know where the deception is? Dating. That's where the deception lies. It lies on both sides. As a matter of fact, it lies on both sides. So who's the real trick? You. A trick requires deception. There's no deception in me going, hold on. I got money. There's no deception. See, the real trick and the real magic is thinking that you weren't being tricked, but you are tricked. That is a real, real great amount of deception. You just be a good man. You be a good man. You take me out three and four times. You wait for this peace leave. You do this. You marry me, and I'll be faithful for you forever. And then, And then what happens? You get tricked. The, the the deception is there there's nothing more of a magic trick than believing you know the trick and then you really find out how the trick is really done <laughs> All right then you really go damn i was tricked yes you were mm. so i appreciate you brother appreciate you uh let me see here he says only broke dudes say that coach <laughs> I don't know which one you we were talking about, Albert Meagram, Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Kevin uh, Avid Hiker. <laughs> mm. I'm I'm getting used to the government name slash real names. Avid Hikers in the building. He is a contributor, longtime contributor, Coffee Fund Coach. Salute. Leaf is in the building. Thank you, sir, Mister Leaf is in here. Brian, the usual suspects, brother. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Shout out to Brian Horsley. We really appreciate you. Um, and then um, turning the tassel. He has a YouTube channel. He says, got praying mantis by a 30-year-old, um, I think a zero-children ch- divorcee at 26. Wow, man. Oh, my goodness. He says, guard your meat. So you got praying mantis, man. So he was 26. Guys, we're trying to tell you uh, a lot of, especially in the community. I mean, I don't aim to talk about the community so much, but uh, what ends up happening is I give you a statistic, and I just say double it. Whatever it is on the paper, it's double in the community. On everything, damn near everything. So, what ends up happening is a lot of older women in the community, top, which seem older, they're 30, 31, 32, they've already been through the grinder for about 17 years. 17 years. That's typical in the community. Top. They've been through this particular grinder since they were 13 and 14. I mean, that's undeniable. That's un- not all of them, not all, not all, but a lot of them. So by the time they hit 30, they've been got 17 years in the field. And then you show up just trying to get (laughs) a little stank on your finger, and they're well-grounded in the aspects of manipulation game and and tactics. You think you're getting something fresh, but (laughs) – She's already knows that she's already knows how to manipulate you. And she knows how to do things to you that no other girl your age are doing. So you're 30. So she's 30 and you're 26. That is a big gulf in experience. It's a big gulf in experience in which you are going to pass on important things like your seed, your commitment. All right. Your money, energy, attention, and time. Now, when it's vice versa and it's flipped. A woman, when there's a big gulf in age or experience, the woman can benefit because then if you provide your seed, your money, energy, attention and time, your mentorship and all of these things, she can benefit significantly and she can put herself and she can separate herself greater point from in in society. So you, on the other hand, she can give you no life advice. She was not willing to give you life advice because if she if she gave you life advice, you wouldn't be with her. (laughs) that that would be good life advice. She's not going to give you great life advice. She's not going to give you mentorship. She's not going to give you anything that could benefit you financially in the future. Everything that she can put on you is going to negatively impact you financially. Mm. Well, I mean, listen, this is like this is this this the vast majority. I'm speaking generally, very generally. She can't benefit you as a man. She can't even get you to become a man at that point. So it's 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 a flip flop. Upside-down relationship, most of them. Where are we at? Shout-out to you. Shout-out to XL Pro Services. Again, the usual suspects in the building. Let me check PayPal really briefly. Then we'll get on with today's show, and we we'll are giving you number three. We're going to go back three, two, and one. Three things a man should never aim to be in a relationship. Shout-out to Jorge. In the building, oh, yeah, Jorge's in the building. Shout out to you. He says, morning coffee, CGA, busy week ahead with the junior college. Okay, hey, we talked about that. He got them lined up. I need to start a GoFundMe for these hardworking students, coach. <laughs> oh, boy, these girls putting in some work in the summer vacation, and they know them biology books need to be purchased.
1: I can do some shuffling, too. Look oh, out, man, what you, you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man.
0: KT King, Thor, Love, and Thunder comes out Friday this week. Please check your email and locals uh, when you have time for an article I sent regarding Black Panther, Wakanda forever. People are highly demanding T'Challa be recasted after leaks. He says, would be a good live stream. Uh, Why why would they recast? I mean, I I know what they were recasting, but uh, aren't they using CGI? No, I don't know what's going on, man. I need to catch up on Marvel. My Marble entry. Avi, Avi, Well, that's all you will say. He says, "Uh, oh, went to a fourth party yesterday. And I was the only single person there with no kids. Had a dad start to talk to me about his marriage. He looked miserable, tired, and out of it. Everyone had toddlers, so I was doing the math in my head with the marriage wheel. That couple only over there has uh, four years left. The couple over there, three years left. You get a huge perspective on couples and marriages when you live the free agent lifestyle. Thank you, CGA. Shout out to you, brother. All right, we're gonna get on with the show. So, yeah, I always encourage you. Um, um, guys, if you want free stuff for me, I give you free game, I give you free game. Listen, I give you guys most of the game I give you is absolutely free. All right, y'all, y'all stealing from me at this particular point, but you know, I, I aim to please. But here's the deal: all right, if you want to go pick up another piece of free resources that i provide you all right free resources ladies ladies you can go over there too put your feed pictures in the uh that's my website right there gregadams1.com gregadams1.com what do you say why why is it not coach greg adams well i had coach greg adams since 2012 maybe 2009 then i forgot to renew it and then somebody will never but they bought it they bought it after it expired and i I gotta buy it for like thousands of dollars back (laughs) (laughs) I let it expire and then somebody got the damn thing. This was way before YouTube. I'm sure the price is like fifty thousand dollars for coachgregadams.com. <laughs> so anyway, I'll never get that back. That's the that, that was when back back when people would still don't buy domain names under you. Yeah, they holding it hostage like a mofo. I'll never get it back. All right, because they're just gonna research it and they will be like, "Shee." He got money over there. I got money. <laughs> anyway. So it's gregadams1.com. Anyway. On on this website, there's a free book, ebook. What's going on with this section right here? There's a boy right there looking like a big old giant milk dud. All right, anyway. 52 things men must do before marriage. Our boy. Our boy. He just mentioned one of those things. This is what this is the what we're providing men today. I know the women don't want you to get this free game. Look at this thing, it moves right there. Boy, my web designer, he did a good job. Get this ebook, put your name right there, MonkeySimp, All right, and monkey at gmail.com right there. And then you hit download. All right. And then what will happen is you will get emails from me. All right. So don't complain, man. I gave you a free game. I gave you a free ebook. You're gonna start to get emails from me until you unsubscribe. But in the middle of all that, if you have low security settings, you will get this book. <laughs> you will get this freaking book. And then what will happen is you can get free game. 52 things that all must men must do before marriage. And this is coming from a, re, a lot of research from a lot of men. So go ahead. <laughs> Somebody says it's a really good book. It's a, And it's a small book. It's like, you know, it's an e-book. It's like, what, 20 pages? Maybe less than that? Yeah, it's free. It's free game. Get that book. If your email security settings are high, you're not going to get the book. You're going to be like, where did my book go? There's actually a video that accompanies it, and it's almost word for word. Almost word for word. So anyway, get that book. Go to my website, and then you're going to get email about coaching and all of this stuff. And You're going to be like, why are you emailing me? I gave you free book. Mm. Come on. All right, let's get to the show here. I gave you a free book that will save you your life. It will save you tens of thousands of dollars. That book will save you one hundred thousand dollars. Somebody said the podcast that comes along with it is a really good watch. Yes, it's not on uh, it's not on audible. No. Yeah, it comes with a video. So when you when you sign up, you'll get email automatic email. All right, so don't say where's my email? It should come automatically. Check your junk mail and all of that stuff. And then there's a video and a book. The book comes with it, and then there's a video. So, watch the video if you can't read, like me. Anyway, send me some feet pictures around here, ladies. And don't send me them ugly bunion and them bunion toe, you know, stubby toe, you know, and them stubby toes. No, no, no. I like them long. All right. Anyway, let's get in here. All right. First thing that a man should never aim to become in relationships. And that is number three, a part of a woman's friend zone, Mm. a part of a woman's friend zone. Guys, this right here is a lot of males strategy in order to get women. And it is called slow pimping, slow pimping, never become a part of a woman's friend zone. Now, let me tell you something. Women will brag. And this is a woman right here. I don't want you to go to her thing here. I just pulled this up. I always look for this meme. And this is a woman right here that is often bragging about the amount of men, in quotation marks, that are in a woman's friend zones waiting for you to slip up. And as you can see here, they always look at, look at how they do brothers, man. I really am ashamed sometimes at how they do brothers. They do brothers dirty out here. And so they have you out here. Look at all of these gumps. All right. Look at this dude looking like droopy, the dog. All right. All of these gumps sitting here. I'm in your girl's friend zone. I'm doing the right thing. I'm waiting for you to slip up. All right. I'll apply for a friendship, baby. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Oh, I got a man. All right. Oh, you got a man. Well, I don't need to be your man today. If you had a man, where your man at? He ain't with you right now. And if you had a man, he would be with you right now. But the fact that he ain't with you right now means you need a new man. But Until you figure out what you got to do with your man, I'll apply for a friendship. Mm. All right. And I'll just wait and wait and wait. And so this is what you're going to look like. This line of gumps here waiting for another man to mess up. Now, this is just how the sexual dynamics work. This is just how it is right here. All right. But you have a group of men that love to be in a woman's friend zone. Now, let me tell you the negative aspects of being in a woman's friend zone and why men should never put themselves in this very weak position. Okay. So we talked about this earlier uh, yesterday, our brother, um, our brother sent us a a, a message and we responded to him related to this. He was dating a woman for over a year, close to two years. He didn't get not one piece of peace leave. All right. And so I always tell you she friend zoned you or she put you in a position of a weak position. And then of course, um, she was able to easily cut ties with you because there was no sexual ties, there was no emotional ties. She was easy to cut ties with you the minute you encroached on her or asked her for her payment. See, there's always a transactional relationship uh, related to men or women. You give me this, I give you that, okay? But then when you add romance and fantasy and monogamy, then there's a buildup. The man actually has to prove, 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 and then eventually she'll give, 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 and uh, and then eventually if you commit, commit, commit. All right. What she, she will do is cut your ass off because you're the only one that uh, she can use in this relationship. Right. She's like, all right, I can leverage this, continue to leverage this. So it is a position of weakness. But what you're doing when you're in a woman's friend zone and you're using the long, slow pimp strategy. Is that you're waiting for a chance at a reward, <laughs> a Scooby snack. Mm. And you think because you don't have money, energy, you don't have a status, you don't have looks or whatever it is, that this is the best way to go about it. Wait for the man to slip up and then follow up. All right. Come in like a hyena. Come in for the kill or come in for the scraps like a vulture. But what you're doing is you're doing it for a chance. But what you're giving her is you're going to give her everything. Um, And you're going to give it to her over an extended period of time. You're going to give her attention, which is their currency. Every woman knows that they do things for attention. That actually uh, supersedes money in the priority of a woman, but it slightly supersedes. But money is something that they can come about easily. Attention, not so much. There's a lot of competition out there. So attention is their currency. You're going to give her heaps of attention with little back in exchange. It's a bad transactionary relationship. You're going to give her a shoulder to cry on. Anytime she get ran through, anytime she gets done wrong, anytime you're sitting there like this, waiting for her man to slip up, you're going to give her a shoulder to cry on. Oh, come on, baby over here. Lay on over here. Okay. And then, but what, what happens is you think if you give her a shoulder to cry on, eventually she'll turn that into some reward system for you. And you're still putting yourself in a position of weakness because this is how, um, she can extend this out. This is how you're going to get your reward. You're going to give her advice. Solutions to her problems. She's going to come to you with real solutions. My man don't listen to me, but you listen to me because you're a good man. You're a good man. You're one of these good men. You're going to give her advice and solutions to her problems. You're going to give her life advice. Sometimes you're going to just give her an ear. Romans, let me your ear. You're just going to give her an ear, which is what her man is not going to do. And it's proper because men, let me just tell you something. You should not be, and a lot of people won't agree with me. You should not be a girl's pot If you are you got a girlfriend, you got a wife, you shouldn't be her partner. You shouldn't be her best friend. If you let off with that, it's going to be hard for you to change that dynamic. But if she needs somebody to talk to, tell her to go get a friend or a therapist. Now, eventually she'll say, well, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to find somebody who does. Bye. (laughs) If you lead off with that, baby, we're homie lover friends. We're going to be together forever. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. I don't want to fornicate with my best friend, all right, you know what I mean, because there's too much debauchery related to this, you know what I mean, there's too much kind of, you know, humiliation, there's too much kind of bondage, there's too much submissive dominant type relationship, you know, I can't dominate my best friend like that, you know what I mean, when I put her on that big wheel and handcuff her and spin her around, you know what I mean, when it's time to start getting skeeting, you know, I can't be like, hey, best friend, hold on for a second, down the gullet, Mm. (laughs) you know what (laughs) I mean, I don't want, my best friend to do that. I want, (laughs) I want somebody who's not my best friend to do all of that. Somebody that I can be like, oh, you nasty, huh? All right, here's the rag. Bye-bye. All right, come back later. (laughs) The reel of torture. So, uh, but you guys want homie lovers and friends. Well, the way it works socially is that women are great socially, men are not. All right. Men can provide women with advice and mentorship. Very rarely can a woman provide you advice, uh, advice or relationship. So if you're friends, it's one sided. You're providing her with way more than she's going to provide you. And if she's not giving you anything in uh, in advance of that, just friendship, you ain't getting nothing. You're getting zero from this relationship. You know what else you give her? You give her mentorship. You give her finances sometimes. You give her finances, you give her meals, you'll go out for friendship brunches and friendship dates, and you'll go out on friendship outings. You know, the Christian singles, you'll go out to bowling alleys, you'll go out to friendship single cruises. Many times you'll be like, oh, I know we're just friends, but uh, here's my credit card. Go ahead and charge that up. Baby, don't worry about that. A man should pay for his friend's meals. Now, if it was all four of his homies, would you pay for my meal? You might every now and then you might buy me a beer, but you're not going to pay for my meal. But because of the male-female dynamics, you're going to whip your debit card out. Take it out on my debit card. Put your money away. You no need to pay. We're friends. All right, and what he's doing is a weasel way to weasel himself into this position right here that many brother brothers try to do. You're weaseling your way into a piece of peace leave. You're weaseling your way into a relationship after she'd been ran through. What happened? You whip out that debit card and you think you're doing things. So you're providing finances many times. If she's late on a bill, oh, you know, I normally don't ask you for that. But do you have a little bit of gas money? You have a little bit of gas money. Aren't you a friend? Friends give each other for gas money. All right. You give her a bed to sleep in on sleepovers. Oh, I can't go back to my boyfriend's house. I can't go back to my roommate's house. Can I come over to your house? And then she jumps in your bed. She puts her bonnet on and her face cream. And then she snuggles her booty all up on your salami. She snuggles your booty up, all, her booty all up on that salami. And it's soft. It's fat. Y'all looking at it like, oh, you're like, oh, my God, this is my chance. I'm going to finally get it. And she putting it right there out for me. She giving me choosing signals. She got her bonnet on. You're like, oh, I'm about to get that. And then as soon as you make your move, soon as you make your move, You like you putting it out there for me. And then you go and kiss that neck. You go and fill up on that booty, booga, booga, booty. You start filling up on that. She's going to be like, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up.
2: And that's you.
0: What are you doing? What are you doing, sir? Well, you putting that out there for me. I can't get much rock harder than this. And she goes like, well, you're my friend. I look at you like a brother. I would never have sexual relationships with you, that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I would never see you like that. I mean, why ruin a good thing? I mean, aren't we friends? I look at you like a friend. Don't you need a friend? Don't you not want to ruin a good friendship? And you sitting there with a rock hard salami and blue balls, thinking that you worked your way up into this moment. You whipped yourself up in a frenzy. You gave her money, energy, attention, and time. You gave her everything in a lopsided relationship. And you waited and waited and waited. Now you're coming around with it and to get an underground tape you can't escape. So you waited and waited. And now you don't get no reward. Mm. Slow pimping didn't work for you, did it? And now you're thinking about all the meals you paid. You're thinking about all the trips you went to and all the wine galleries you visited. You know, you know, you went wine tasting. and You went to art galleries as friends you went to par- parties and you know brunches you gave her advice you helped her you were a shoulder to cry on you gave her a bed to sleep in when she was broke you gave her a head to pat you found out she was ten toes up with another man and she came over and cried on your shoulder now you went for your payoff and then guess what you got tricked yeah you the real trick out here i'm telling you that's deception and she knew at some particular point you were going to make that move. She knew that. And she knew properly how to shut that ass down. And she also knew you were a pathetic weasel. And she knew she was going to happen. Now, another, her, 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 her uh, boyfriend, her other boyfriend's like, why are you hanging out with him? Oh, he's just a friend. But you put yourself in that weak position. And she shut you down. And it's sad. And a lot of men who don't have money, looks, and status have to settle for weaseling their way into these relationships. But then you start thinking about when she turns you down, you start thinking about all the food you paid for. Of course, it was not a lot of money, but you paid for it. You're thinking about all the time that you spent, all the time that you wasted. And she marched off with plenty of stuff and gave you nothing. See, in relationships, it should be both ways. It should be, I think there's a word for this. It should be reciprocal. You should get something, I should get something. But men don't get anything or very little when it comes to having friendships with women. You get very little. Sure, you might get something, but you get very little in comparison to what you give. In comparison to what you give, because there's ladies here, I give my male friend stuff. In comparison to what he's giving to you, which would be damn near everything he would give to a girlfriend, he's giving it to you. You giving him nothing. You're giving him nothing in the context of what he really wants. Now, I know there's a guy out here. No, not that's not necessarily true. I have a lot of good female friends. So do I. I have a lot of good female friends. But let me tell you something. Most of them, I've had them 10 toes up at this particular point in life. And now I can tolerate them enough to actually give them a little bit, a little bit. And I always let them know. You're encroaching. You need to go find a friend, a therapist, or a man. You can't just FaceTime me out of the blue because you gave me a couple pieces of peace leave back five years ago. You Can't do it. You might be able to send me a text message every now and then, and I might be able to respond to you at my discretion. But if you're not, if I haven't seen you 10 toes up, you can't come to me and ask me for a damn thing. All right. Unless you're coming over to drop off that thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. they see. Look, look, I don't know if you guys know women think that because they gave you some five years ago, you still owe them. They'd be like, you still owe me. You owe me for that. Remember I gave you two pieces. All right. You owe me for that. Remember that one time I gave you a piece. You owe me for that. They will come back for credit. You're like, but that was five years ago. You smell on your finger. Like that don't smell like you. Mm. I got nothing. I don't wash that off my hands. All right. Once I put the steel bar soap to this finger, it's already been used up. No more credit. Mm. So no way in hell do I give a woman that much attention without something coming back. Not even a promise is going to work. I promise you. All right. Next time I see you, I'll do anything for you. Have you ever heard that one? Yeah, men in the friend zone heard stuff like that. Next time I see you, I'm going to do anything for you. If you help me out in this moment, I'll do anything. If I give you this, I'll do anything for you. And then as soon as you come in, you'll be like, oh, it's time to turn in that anything. you be like, uh, where's that anything that you, that you promised me? Where's that anything? She'll be like, well, I didn't mean that. I mean, anything. I mean, but that? Come on. I mean, did you really think that anything included that? Yes, I thought that. Mm-hmm. And all men think that. I'll do anything for you. You ever heard that? (laughs) Anything. I mean, anything, anything, anything. And then you'd be like, oh, give me that anything. She'd be like, I I mean, I didn't mean that. But she says that after she didn't got what she wanted to get. (laughs) There ain't no IOUs out here, baby. All right. This is what happens. Ten toes up or you ain't getting a damn thing. Okay. That's just how it works out. Anyway. Shout out to the coach, Gabe. So a a lot of guys here, a lot of weasels. And today's most of these guys' relationships that I will tell you are men being weasels. Okay, and there's nothing worse than weasel men. We don't want men to be weasels. We we teach you not to lie to women. Actually, ladies, if you actually understood my philosophy, you would be more on my side than you think. Okay, the women who watch me. Because you're watching me in disagreement. This is just misogynist. You're actually get you. You guys will understand that I'm actually helping you more than I'm hurting you. And I'm actually helping. I'm actually helping push your agenda. You know, it's not the way you think it should be pushed, but I'm actually helping you push your agenda. You can be strong and independent. You can level up, level up, level up all you want. Okay, I'm teaching I'm teaching a lot of men to be honest and upfront with women. All right. Tell them, tell them what it is and what it's going to be. Just don't give them your money, energy, attention and time and your commitment that easy. And use them l- buy a bit, whatever you want to do, put them back out there in these streets. That's what they want to be. That's where they want to the be. So uh, a lot of women will get that. But you got to be around here. We teach men to be non-monogamous in many instances, right? Because you guys will weasel your way using monogamy to your to, to your benefit. But it would be to her benefit. And a lot of women think that most men are monogamous and they're they're not. There's some monogamous men out here. And then most men aren't naturally monogamous. Um, and they only are monogamous based on what they think is a mor- morality morality principle. But most women share men. All right. You either share men by me telling you up front you're sharing. Or you, I can lie to you and you still sharing me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never be a man that was not monogamous. Okay. Well, then all you're going to get is lied to. Okay. Because if you want top tier men and you want to keep level up, level up, level up, you're going to get cheated on. So you're sharing dudes whether you like it or not. In the community, in the community, y'all sharing men outright in the open. Not me. My man never cheat on me. Okay. You can believe that if you want. You're sharing. You're sharing. Oh, uh, uh, one more point to that. Just based on the statistics of available men in the community. Y'all sharing. So you can either share and know about it or not know about it and be delusional, but you still sharing. Mm. (laughs) Not all men, though. Not all men. There's some good men out here. There's some good men. Where are we at here? Let me go back to PayPal Z, then we'll go to the cash app. That was number three. We're going to go three, two, one on this one. So, guys, never use the friend, zone, the friend zone thing. I think it's a weasel way to get to women. But, you know, some of you guys love to be weasels. Shout out to Amari McBride. He says, to all the miserable married guys, you could have been a free man blowing backs out in Southua or Colombia, but you chose a wife instead. You did the good thing. And some of you guys have good wives. You know, it's a management thing. Relationships are tough. You know, it's a lot of work. Relationships are a lot of work. Well, I don't need a job. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't need that job no more. Because you always working and working and working. And then it's always complaining, complaining, complaining. You ever see that woman? There was a woman said, I'm with the guy who's a perfect 10, but he doesn't know the sidewalk rule. The sidewalk rule. And which is a traditional rule in which the man would guard the woman against a car coming off and careening off from the road, like a Model T coming off the road at 30 miles an hour, careening into her. And then you're in position enough to block the Model T just just enough so that, you know what I mean? She don't get, colla- you know, and her legs sweeped up under her. You know, but if a car's going 60, 70 miles an hour, sidewalk rule don't matter right now. Mm. All right. But 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 she's complaining on social media oh, he's a perfect 10, but he doesn't know the sidewalk rule. Well, you know what rule you don't know? The shut up in this rule. All right, how about that rule? How about the rule that you don't complain every time? You look for the one thing to complain. How about the shut up in this rule? You know what I mean? You don't know that rule. You seem to be complaining all the time as if, oh, he was good, but this one thing disqualifies him. How about the rule that level up, level up, level up, don't apply to you? (laughs) All right. How about the rule that just because I'm in a relationship th- with you don't mean I gotta listen to you 24-7. When you're in a relationship, you're required to listen to me. Where does that say? Where does that say? What where what what book does that say that in? You're just gonna monopolize my eardrums. <laughs> right? Where does that monopolize his eardrums? That's what he signed up for. Well, you listened when we were dating. Well, that was just because I was trying to lay, lay, lay down between them bodies. You know what I mean? Shout out to Travis. He says, coach, you freed me from the matrix. I'm moving out of the country at 29 and I've a fully adopted the free agent lifestyle. I've always wondered why do you continue to press on with the message? I know it comes at a great expense to you. Yes, I lost family and friends and all of that. But I gained a house and I gained, uh, you know, I gained a lifestyle. Hey, man, Freedom has a price. And this message gets, it seems to be people are interested in it. Like, you know, if nobody, if people just stop watching me, I would be like, well, all right, why continue? But people are still watching this message. New people are still coming in. Relationships are continuing to be in the dirt. I'm providing solutions. The free agent lifestyle is going to be something that's going to be around for 50 to 100 years. you I mean, listen, most people, most books don't take off until the author is like 80 years old (laughs) and or he's dead. So somebody's going to find this book. Oh, my God, this was the this was the damn recipe right here. So I'm going to keep pushing and pushing. The reality is the reality is it's not getting better anytime soon, especially in the community. But it's not getting better worldwide. It's actually going to get worse, depending. I mean, look at 304 v, v. Wade. Look at where that's going. And then guys are still hoping that their woman is going to come out. Their dream woman is going to come out when 304 v. Wade actually peel back the damn mask on a lot of women that you would have got married to. And which I call undercover feminists. These are female game artists. They hide the feminism just long enough. And then as soon as as you commit to them, they pull the feminism out. And it's too late for you. Mm. All right, shout out to you. Enjoy the free agent lifestyle in here. Where are we at? Mike D is in the house. All right, from the BC Boys. He says, dropping off some overdue tuition, coach. I've been down a bit dealing with c19 but i'm back uh he says i'm back to good and get back to the free agent lifestyle cheers to the coach and the coach gang all right got glad you recovered from the c19 all right is it anybody dying oh by the way that's a co-sponsorship he came back all right he came back from the dead is anybody still dying for me peace quiet and freedom is everything right freedom has a price I I remember there was a wrestling video I used to watch. I actually, it was called the Great American Bash, 1987, I believe, or 88. And it said the price for freedom. See, freedom has a price. You guys want freedom and you don't want to pay the price. I'm willing to pay the price. I'm willing to be off on my own island. I'm willing to lose family and friends. I'm willing to use, lose potential access to good women. All right, for what I want. When I became who I wanted, life became so much easier. Life became so much easier. And uh, the things that I thought I wanted, once I got the, the freedom, the, and I'm not even completely free. Once I got the freedom and was able to say, okay, I'm cool with not having this and having this. Once I got that, I'm willing, I'm going, I would never give that up. I would never give all of that little freedom that I got in order to get what I was getting. What I was getting was not that good. What many people are getting is not that good in terms of men. The amount of miserable men in relationships, I mean, come on. And they're not miserable all the time. But a lot of times they don't know any better. Shout out to the chairman. Mo, I'm just dropping off the tithe for all of your edutainment. The best edutainment here on YouTube. Have a good morning coffee and go get it quickly before the Brandon inflation turns this tithe into nothing. Mm. It's the Russian's fault. (laughs) He says, Russia, Russia, Russia. Did you hear him? He was like Russia, Russia, Russia. We can't get weed out of Ukraine. Right? Therefore, the gas prices are just going crazy and the flight, inflation, and food shortages. That damn wheat. I'm like, don't we have wheat here in America? <laughs> we full of wheat. And weed. Where are we at? Uh Landy Shoot says, went to a festival and met this. 155 centimeter tall that would be about five feet long long hair small frame pretty feet petite little thing oh my goodness pretty young thing he says and helped her film a bit and she put on my shoulder she says and she put on my shoulders since she is short oh you put her up you you helped her film a bit and she put on my shoulders or you said you put her on your shoulders she was on my shoulders i felt you staring martin lutherly oh man your boy went out what did you get all right. So, Randy, Randy, I know, you know, you're not supposed to get the transaction right away. You know, ladies, I'll give you one or two times. Maybe one It's closer to one, especially we talk at a junior college. I'll give you one time to for me to ingratiate myself to you by the second meeting. Ten toes up. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm not a patient man. I ain't trying to work three and four times. What did you get? <laughs> I was looking at you like this. I was looking at you like, oh, really, Randy? That's what you're doing out here? Did you get a phone number? What what, would you get? Now, if she was a young, you know what I mean? I give the young, I give the youngins a little bit of time, you know. I give them a little bit of time. But I always ask, what did you get? Like, did you get the next step? Did you get the numbers, the digits? Did you just get a pat on the head? What did you get? Did you close the deal? i don't know man a lot of guys i just want to know he went to the festival the fair the farmer's market those are places for good men all right uh oh i think he followed up man he's gonna tell us what he got he says all if he says also if my foot fetish is ever discovered i am blaming <laughs>
2: and that's you oh
0: man you know but you know man feet are a big deal i know people are like you stanky nasty feet all right i'll be looking at the feet i'll be like she got them sandals on um ladies i know you're like that's disgusting hey the the people who think so why do women spend all that time on feet think about this i want you to they spend their they spend more time on feet than their legs prove me wrong prove me wrong they spend more time on their feet than their legs pedicures, uh, foot fungus, they get the back of that heel, shoes, shoes. They spend more money. They spend more money to dress their feet up than they dress their legs up and their ass, okay? Shoes, all type of shoes. They got a whole closet full of 80 shoes, right? Sandals, type of sandals that they're going to wear in the summer. They go out shopping for these things. But uh, anyway, it is an erogenous zone, by the way. It is a very erogenous zone. You young brothers that got roommate peace leave, you know, you got to sneak a girl in. You got to get her to be all quiet. You give her the five-stroke special. You don't even know this. You have no ideas. You ain't even got to this part of life yet. All you getting in is the five-stroke special. When you guys, you know, get a little bit older and you're not surprised you get in the piece, you're like, oh, gosh, I'm going to touch her. I'm going to touch her chest. Oh, boy, she let me touch it. All right, I'm going to give you a massage. I'm going to give you a ma- Oh, she's letting me give you a massage. Oh, boy. You're giving her a damn rash behind there, pushing all of that damn cotton against her skin. Oh, perhaps if you take off your shirt. Oh, she took her shirt off. Oh, boy. I'm working my way up. You finally get down to the belt line. You know, you messing around around here all day, 20 minutes messing around, you know what I mean, around her little tummy. You finally get down to the belt buckle, act like she don't know what she's doing. She just sitting there. She let me uh, unsnap the belt. Oh man, boy, this might happen. (laughs) It's gonna happen.
2: And that's you reach
0: for the zipper. Oh boy. This is fantastic. Oh, here we go. She let me get the zipper. Oh my lord, here we go. 40 minutes later, you finally got around, reach around. And she's like, hold up. She put the brakes. Before we go there, I just want to know one thing. What are you looking for? I'm tired of giving myself away only to be disappointed. And it's high time that I be rewarded for giving my body away. I'm never going to give it away for like this for free. I'm tired of being treated like a piece of meat. So before you go there, just tell me one thing. Baby, I'm yours. Are we together? Can we go the distance? And you like this. (laughs) Yeah, baby, I'm yours. Baby, I'm yours. If you want me. Baby, I'm yours. If you need me. Loving you forever. If you want me. You like, give me your love. Baby, I'm yours. (laughs) And then you like. And she's like, okay. It's going to be me and you forever, always, always and forever. All for that. And then you reach down there. You're like, Ooh, wee. oh, my goodness. You'd be like, don't tell no." And she's like, just tell me one more thing before we do this. Are you going to tell your friends? Are you going to tell them I'm a skeezer that, that I gave it away easy? Don't tell them that. You can have it now. And then you're like, oh, boy, you done worked your way up. That venom is swimming. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like this, you like, by the time you done worked out, it's a it's an hour and 30 minutes. An hour of 30 minutes of foreplay. And you know, you know good and damn well by the time you get to stroke number three, you're gonna be rolling. Because you weren't, so I said, time to erupt. (laughs) You going to erupt in three strokes. (laughs) Gun. All right, let me stop, man. Because you didn't work yourself up. Man, there ain't no way. She going to touch you. You going (laughs) to (laughs) be everywhere. Everywhere. You going to be sleeping in three. And she going to be like, man, damn uh young ladies don't hey uh young ladies don't understand that they don't understand that hour and 40 minutes of foreplay is like you asking for you asking for a minute man you're asking for it it's going to be it's going to be over it's going to be over before the shouting all right shout out to TW says doing great things thank you brother for you and yourself doing great things let's get over to the cash app shout out to we're going to call you GO G O R Thanks, Coach. I love your content. Appreciate that, man. Brian says, uh, but Coach, what about love? Where is the love that you promised me? Shout out to where is the love? What about love? Love is temporary, man. Love is, love. don't mean a thing to me. I mean, I love a lot of things. Hey, ladies, uh, ask a man, what does he love about women? He'll be like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, I like the stylish clothes you wear. I like the way you comb your hair. He'd be like, I like the stylish clothes you wear. It's just the little things you do that made me want to get with you. He'd have to think. He'd be like, what do I like about women? Hmm." He was like, I don't really know. Uh, I like. Now, ask him what he loves about his favorite football team. Oh, what I love about the Raiders? Oh, my God. He'll be excited to tell you. He'll have a long-ass list. Oh, my God, I love when they won the Super Bowl in 1983. I love when John Madden. I love the damn uh, the stadium. I love the fact that he'll have a long-ass laundry list. I love the jerseys. I love the colors. I like the road colors. I like the alternate uniforms. I like their stadium. I like the cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love about your motorcycle? Oh, my God, here we go. I got a Yamaha R1. A thousand cc. Oh my God. When I pull that damn clutch, oh my God. The torque. Mm. Nonstop. He'll go nonstop about everything he really loves. What he loves about women. Hmm. You know what he likes? Peace leave. Mm. <laughs> That's what he likes, but he can't say it. So men don't value love like that. That's a woman's thing to do. Shout out to Jacques Payne in the building. Coach, I choose life, no wife, happy life in here. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, I lived to make women happy for a long time. And it's not, guys, they're barely happy about themselves. Ask them if they happy about themselves. Now, some of them will lie. You know what I mean? I'm oh, happy with myself. I'm completely happy being single. Okay. But most of them, and many in relationships, they're not happy at all. Cause like, you're still not doing enough. You're not doing the things that you used to do. You work too long. You don't work enough. You broke, you rich. I would love to put a woman in a state of happiness, but it's not their position to be in. And you suckers will fall for it all the time. I'm going to make her happy today. I'm going to run. You see these gumps of Valentine's day. They run mother's day. They it to go get their flowers. They got their dockers on. We're going to get back to the show. And they run, they go get their flowers. I'm going to make her happy. She's going to be happy with these flowers. $70 later, you drop them off. Here, honey, you give her the flowers. She get it with that old, that whatever that plastic wrap is. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, she smells it. Every time I smell flowers, I don't smell nothing. I was like, men must not be able to smell flowers. Women be putting their nose all in it. I put my nose in flowers. I'd be like, man, what the hell am I smelling? I don't smell nothing. But she gets the flowers. Oh, this is great. Puts it over here. They dead in another day. 70 bucks down the drain. I'm like, you know what I could do with $70? Not buy no damn flowers. <laughs> All right, here we go. I can pick some flowers. Thank you for the flowers. Tomorrow, I just want a man that brings me flowers.
2: I'm not happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, flowers at best smell like dirt. Like, what did they smell like? I'm like, what are y'all smelling? They'd be like, oh, oh, what are you smelling? Smell like damn fertilizer to me. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing? I know I'm killing you guys. Killing you guys. Like, what are we doing here? All right, so let's get back to the show. I know we went a little bit long on that one. All right, second thing a man should never aim to be. <laughs> the second thing that a man should never aim to be is the step dummy. All right, we all know the step dummy or the stepfather, the stepfather. Um guys, there was a time where this was a beneficial thing to do. There was a lot of knuckleheads, you know what I mean? There was a lot of gangs and dudes dressing up, you know, breakdancing and breakdancing gang members and all of these things and we were trying to rescue and save some of these young boys from being led astray. And so there was a time where this was a rewarding thing to do. It was actually the thing that you were least that that um that you would have to do. Because many women would have kids uh, at an earlier age than you would have them, right? So not all, but most. And I'm going to back this up with some data. And so we tell men, as you're building yourself up in your 20s into your 30s, uh, where is it here? What will happen is you're building yourself up, but the woman's getting started way before you. Some women, 13, 14, 15, 16 at least. Many men aren't getting their at-bats at that age. You're getting your at-bats at 25, 26 and beyond, right? You're getting some, but you're not having great amount of success. They're having their best success at this age and they're learning, they're getting their lumps. But take a look at this sheet here. Let me see if I can make it a little larger on this screen. There it is right there. For most educated men, and so we're talking about men who are building themselves up, right? Potential. Fatherhood starts later in life. This is going to be a thing. And now whatever percentage you see here on this chart, when you're talking about the communita, double the percentage, all right, double the percentage or somewhat near double the percentage. Um, Where is it at here on my clip? Here it is right here. So if you're the more educated you are, the likelihood of you having children is going to be somewhere later in life. All right. So here it is right here. Uh, Men with bachelor's degrees typically start after the age of 25, but a, still a great percentage of them, 30 to 44. Uh, Lower educated men tend to start younger, right? And then it prevents them from being educated. And so here's a great percentage of them, 50% between the ages of 20 and 29, right? And basically what's happening is these men get a shot at fatherhood later on while these sometimes women will will have a baby by another man. And then you'll come in with the cleanup. And I'm going to prove that right now. Here's a Michigan Institute of Social Research. It says many U.S. women have children by more than one man. Many U.S. women have children by more than one man. Let's go back to this chart. So a woman could have a child by one man earlier in life, in her 20s, young 20s. But you, on the other hand, might not get your chance to procreate with a woman. And she might have a child by another man by the time you even get the second child out. I mean, the first child out. Your first child out, her second child. There's somewhere that states 80% of the women in world history have procreated versus only 40% of men in the history of the world have ever procreated. There's a stat that says, and I could not find this, that says somewhere near 51% of men in the community don't have any children, as opposed to something like 70% or 80% of women do have children, especially between the ages of 20 and 35, which leaves you this option. If you're a man and you're working on yourself, you were a lame, all right, you were a goofball, but you developed into something later on. And then later on, that woman said,
2: and that's you.
0: Many times this woman will have children, children. If you're in your thirties, 32, 34, 35, and you get on a dating app, most of the women you will have shots at will have children. And they will have children that are eight years old, 10 years old, 12 years old. And they'll be like, I'm still a good woman and I still got, right? And I never say single mothers are bad women. I'm just saying what you're risking is actually a hell of a lot. So this is a problem for many men who have never been Pookie, Ray Ray, Tyrone, Chad, right, in that mold, who never had game or none of that. Now they're depending on putting their best self ahead to get cracks at single mothers because of the percentages are so high or the percentage of the chance that he meets a woman that doesn't have kids in his age group is low. And he's least likely to say, now that I've worked my way up, I'm going to go get someone who's 21 years old because he has a moral obligation. Well, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's moral. And so he's talked himself out of going there. He's also talked himself out of going passport game, right? He's talked his way out of doing that. He's like, no, that doesn't seem like the right thing to do. The right thing to do is save the community." Right? And so I'm, I'm talking about this right now. And I absolutely know that I'm going to get railroaded by the community. You know, they do not like my speech, but I'm freeing you guys. Right? And so this is what's happening right now. The leadership. The leadership, the people who have run down these democratic cities, the people who are using, you know, these people are halftime, part time church pastors, part time church uh, deacons, part time politicians, part time every damn thing, part time community uh, holders. They basically emboldened. They're basically emboldened by the. They don't like what I'm talking about, where I'm offering men this right and so you are going, well, coach, what am I going to do? This is all that's available to me. I say, open up your possibilities. First of all, live a free life. Second of all, interracial dating. Second of, third of all, go travel overseas. Fourth of all, go date younger women. A lot of those things you're not able to do because you're thinking, well, that's not moral. It's not the right thing to do, right? Pale woman, surrogate, all of these things. There's many possibilities for you, but you settle for where is the love with a stepmother. Now, let me just say this. I've done a great long video on this one, but I'll just touch on this one more time. I'll touch on this one more time. A lot of people that will encourage you to become stepdaddies have never been stepdaddies. Let me repeat that again. A lot of people that will encourage you to become stepdaddies have never been stepdaddies. Someone in my comment section will say this. Well, coach, I had a stepfather and he had a great impact on my life. He actually had a great impact on my mother. My step, without my stepfather, I would not have become this, this, and this. A lot of women will say that. Boy, I had a great relationship with my stepfather. So I would encourage you to become a stepfather because my stepfather made Great sacrifices for my family. He came into our lives when we were down and out, when we were struggling, when we were
2: in these streets.
0: Your mama was in these streets, and he came and he cleaned all that up. And now I have a fantastic relationship with my stepfather. Now, that woman has never been a stepfather. However, she's saying to you, because she had a good stepfather, you should become one. I want you to listen closely to their advice. She's never been one. Nor would she probably say with conviction, I want my son to be a stepfather. I want my son to bring a straggle daggle into my house with two kids by two other different men and make a change like my stepfather did. She might have to say it because she's dug herself a hole. She might say that because she's now cornered into the conversation because you will say, Well, since your stepdadder was good, stepdaddy was good, would you tell your son to be a stepdaddy? Would you tell your son to bring a homewrecker into your home? And then he says, Babe, he says, Mama, I'm going to marry this woman. What you going to say? You going to say, you're going to be like, yo, uh, no. Next point I want to make on that one is a lot of people whose stepfather came into their lives and now they were kids and now you're an adult and you can look back and reflect and go, man, damn, my stepfather really put himself on the line. For my life, and he saved us. As an adult, you can look back, but how many times do you remember all the pure hell you gave to your stepfather when you were a kid? All the hell you put that man through, all the lack of respect, all the you had to, the stepfather had to warm up to you, and he had to baby you. He never disciplined you. He was always the shoulder to cry on when the mama disciplined you, uh, disciplined you, or when the biological father disciplined you. And you ran to the stepdaddy. How many times the stepdaddy had to cover for you when you were drinking late at night? And you went through your terrible teens. How many times did your stepfather pick you up after you didn't got them cheeks clapped? How many times did your stepfather drive you to the Planned Parenthood uh, building to hide it from the mom? How many times did your stepdaddy give you an extra snack, an extra piece of ice cream? All right, and you didn't deserve it. How many times did you say you ain't my daddy? From age ten. To age 22. How many times? How much money did he sacrifice for you? See, you don't remember all that. He remembers it. He remembers it because he was an adult and he was living it. He remembers all the hell you put put him through. And now, as an adult, you can reflect back, damn, my stepdaddy was good. And now you want to encourage men to become that and go through the hell that these kids are going to put him through only to hope that later on, That they reflect back and say, damn, my stepdaddy was a good man. Mm. Huh? See, this is what I'm telling you about. So the people that stand up for stepdaddies often have never been a stepdaddy. Often had a stepdaddy that changed their lives, but they don't remember the hell they put that man through. Because kids, no matter who they are, will put you through hell. That's just what they do. So don't say, well, I never put my stepdaddy through hell. Lies. All right? It's lies. So many of you have no choice, but, but but, but, you do have a choice. I'm giving you massive amount of choices out of this one. Well, what's the solution? I love when people watch my show. Well, what's the solution? I gave you dozens and dozens of solutions, but either you're too broke to even do it or you're too stuck in the matrix to do it, meaning, oh, that's not moral. I can never date somebody that young. Well, I can. I can never have a surrogate. Well, I can't. I can never go overseas and go get some uh, uh, passport tricking. Well, I can. Because the reality is, let me just repeat this, tricks require deception. If I go over there overseas, there's no deception. It's straight up. Well, there's very little. If I go to the junior college, there's no deception. It's only transaction. The pure deception is stepdaddy. That's where the deception is, stepdaddy. The the, the, the deception is marriage. The deception is dating. That's where the tricking goes on. But you've been tricked. You've been tricked so good that you don't think you're tricking. (laughs) Many stepdaddies see a woman's kids more than the biological father sees their own kids. Have you ever noticed that? Like a stepdaddy will actually see another man's kids more than the biological kid, a biological dad will see their kid. How big of a trick do you have to be to realize that the woman, the stepmother is keeping the kids away from the biological and you're seeing them and taking care of them more and helping raise them more than the biological dad is and the biological dad is fighting in court, trying to see the kid, trying to see the kid extra time. You think that'll never happen to me. She'll never do that to me. And she's literally doing it to the biological dad right now in front of your face and making you do more for another man's kids and the damn biologicals there. He can't even do that much for him. Mm. I don't know why any man would put up with that, but you put up with that because you get tricked. He's abusive and he was this and that. He was a no good piece of crap. And then she warms you up. You never meet the man personally. You never hear his side of the story because if you did, you wouldn't even be with the mom anymore, but here's the deal. You end up getting the worst of the deal. You got to be with that kid uh, 20, 30 days out of the month. And the dad gets the skirt off with not doing very much, even if he wants to do much. You're here babysitting another man's kid when that kid could be in the custody of the father. You talk about a trick. That's step dummy. That's big time step dummy. Like, why would you do that? You live with a woman. She has the kids for 20, 30, 40, 20, 30, 40 days out of the month. And you can't even reach and go get no sex from this woman because, oh, the kids are here. Oh, it's not a proper time. Oh, I'm too tired of raising the kids. Okay, honey, I'll wait. And the biological dad's at the junior college. Then he gets his kid every other weekend. Boy, that makes a lot of sense, but you're thinking you're doing the right thing. See, this is what we want to educate men about, and we want to give you the option. We want to give you the choices to make. I think in the current time, with the single mother rate increasing out of control, it's almost impossible for you at the age of 30, as you built yourself up, let's go ahead and show you what what the statistics show us here. Many U.S. women have children by more than one man. The more educated you are, finally you got your degree and you think you should get a reward. Most of you get a reward in later in life, right here. That's what it shows you. Why not? And, and this is not a reward many times. Why not do some of the alternatives that I've given you? And I know why you want to do it, because you're shame. Anyway, that's number two, if you're just joining me. Number three was a be a part of a woman's friend zone. There's no benefit. We talked about all that you give her. Versus all that you receive from her. It's a very imbalanced type relationship. And I can't really be friends like that with with women. I don't find that I have much in common with them. It's not that they're bad. I just don't have much in common with them. I can't really put up, like, what would she do? Talk to me? Like, what would I do? Talk to her? Yeah, talk to me. I don't even like people talking to me. Not for very long. But uh, friendship, I don't see it. I mean, it's not like I'll be mad, mean, and disrespectful, but there's only so much I can talk about with with women, especially at this age. Maybe if I was younger, you know what I mean. But maybe, if, <laughs> but or you know what I mean? Like if you get with like 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 I'm in my mid forties, I talk to a woman in her mid forties, like about what? Remember, I'll be sure I can think about you night. And day remember that was the jam. Night and day. Remember a different world? It's a different world than where I come from. Remember when they changed the theme? I had my chance to make it, but out here struggling on my own. <laughs> remember the Cosby show? Remember Webster? Like, what are we gonna talk about? Remember Living Single? Living Single. Remember that episode of Friends? You know, if you're dating white women, did you see that episode of Seinfeld? I'd be like, God damn. Mm. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. No, I didn't see no damn episode of Seinfeld. Remember Friends? Remember that time? where was the dude's name on Friends? The Goofy One? Remember that dude? The Goofy One? Remember the last time he said something? I'd be like, Friends? Mm the hell i'm gonna talk to somebody in my age group oh remember this was the jam Uh uh-huh remember we used to go to the club and we used to do that thing and we used to step Uh uh-huh hit that electric slide uh yeah uh step in the name of love oh that used to be my jam man please Mm. (laughs) man would you go somewhere you know what i want to talk about That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was number three. Number two, and we'll do it. Don't be the step dummy. Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Remember when Chandler got that time and that Chandler said, remember they were sitting on the couch and they was getting a free prawn and they were sitting all in their chair getting free prawn." No, I don't remember that damn show. All right, what are we talking about? Anyway, let's get to the cash apps. Cash app, dollar sign, CGA live to make your contribution. Or paypal.me, backslash Coach Rick Adams, all right? Cash apps are over here. Shout out to Steven, turn the tassel. He says, facts, I needed an IVF. Oh, my Lord. This is the guy who got pre mantis by the 30-year-old woman, and he was 26. Listen to this story, guys. He got with a 26-year-old, I'm uh, sorry, a 30-year-old woman. He needed to give her an IVF. They needed in vitro fertilization to get her knocked up. And guys, he did it. And he says he had two kids with her, divorced, great, 18 years later. Man, boy, oh boy. Um, so you guys know the cost of IVF. Cost of IVF. Let's just pull this up. This is what we do. We do the research for you. And this is just the range. I know it can be cheaper. Sometimes it could be more expensive. This, we're, we're educating men here. Uh, So you give the woman of your life uh, many times if she's, you know, not a minority, an ethnic minority, it's going to be harder for her to get knocked. How much does the uh, IVF cost? And it says right here, uh, a single IVF cycle. That's one cycle defined as ovarian stimulation, egg retrieval and egg retrieval. So a lot of women freeze their eggs and then they come out here later looking for a man.
2: And that's you.
0: And embryo transfer. Can range from $15,000 to $30,000, depending on the center and the patient, uh, patient's immediate medical need. Now, as a source, as a frame of reference, many times it might take up to three to six IVF treatments to take. It might take three to six IVF. So she goes through one cycle, it didn't work. Second cycle, didn't work. Third cycle, didn't work. Fourth cycle, work. Fourth cycle it took. Then there's a miscarriage. Fifth cycle, it took, now there's, you got triplets. Mm -hmm. Now you got triplets on the way. Yeah, per treatment. You got triplets. So on the fifth cycle, you in 120 Gs, and then it took, and now you got triplets, (laughs) you know, or twins or quadruplets. When a woman has quadruplets or quintuplets, it's oftentimes it was IVFs. It was an vitro fertilization in which they implant, many times they implant, Six embryos, and then most of the time when it don't work, all six die. But when it works, and they're like, "It finally worked! You're pregnant, but you're having quintuplets." Mm. <laughs> you're like, "What?" So you're in 120 Gs, and you're about to raise quintuplets, guys. This is what we're talking about. This is many men don't know these things. Thank you for the the guys sharing their experiences. Does this always happen? No, but it's a possibility that it could happen. Thanks for sharing your stories. This is an edutainment show. Moose Hefner says, new term coach, bait and tricked. Bait and tricked. The bait and trick is in here. Yes, we got bait and tricked. Not even a switch. And bait and tricked. He got IVF, put two kids in her. 18 years later, she's like, I'm not happy. I'm out. I'm not happy. So he's out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Simon Small says, topping off your Jasmine Rife's fund. Yes, indeed. Uh, who is it? Gemini writer. Men should never be friends with women they like. Oh, that's a good one too. There you go. Never be friends with women you like. All right. I mean, because then eventually she's not going to look at you in that particular way. All right. I think if you like her, I'm a. This goes. That's going to go too far. Jason says we need the. We need this daily. Coach, keep up the good work. We need this daily. Men need this information because you're going in blind. You're going in absolutely blind. We got a sponsorship, boy. I got money. We're going to call you, Jay Will, in the building. He says, Tuition for a slow Tuesday. Oh, boy. Gordita's going to get fed tonight. All right. And they want you to be deaf, dumb, and blind. They want you to be ignorant and they want you to take a chance, but take a chance. And then when they want to pull the plug, you pay, you get tricked, bait and, tw- bait and tricked. Shout out to Bill Stryker. We'll give you a co-sponsorship. Snack cash for when CERN opens Pandora's box tonight. I know people are talking about that boy. If you're really into them. I don't know if I can get into that. But if you start feeling funny. You know what I mean? One ball's heavier than the other tomorrow. If people start acting up. (laughs) Just know that uh, they after y'all. They might open up a portal. I'm not going to get into that today. We'll let you go to other channels for that. To taste the sickles, pause. He says the local stream Sunday was fire. A lot of good game. Appreciate y'all. We're almost done with the cash apps. Um, members stream right there. Members only content. Coach Greg Adams dot locals dot com. We give you the dirty, dirty details of what's going on here. Shout out to the boob says the alligator fund. Shout out to the false alligators out here. The women in I was in an abusive relationship and he was toxic. He was a complete goofball. He was a lame. He was boring. He was a criminal. He was a thug. He was the domestic violator. And he had all he cheated on me. How long did you stay with him? Like six years. Mm. (laughs) You stayed with him for six years, but I sneezed on a date and you were scrambling. I don't like the way he sneezed. He sneezed funny. (laughs) Like you stay with somebody who done put you in the damn slingshot suplex covered you hooked the leg and then you stayed with him but me <laughs> on the other hand i don't like the way he did not he did he did not he did not uh, obey the uh the the what do you call it the sidewalk rule how dare he i'm not going to call him back
1: what happened where did all the
0: men go all right last one Deshaun. Dixon says, my junior college piece is getting baby rabies. Also, that that is the negative, to dealing with younger women, bro. You deal with younger women, boy. They will look at you, especially when you got a nice place. You come in, wow, boy, I could scream in here. You young brothers don't know about screamers yet. You know, because your roommate's next door, your mama's next door. You know what I mean? You ain't really heard her get all the way out and belt out a tune. You ain't never heard that yet. When you got your own place, she's like, oh, boy, I can really let loose. <laughs> and then she gets comfortable. She's like, oh, my God, man, Lord have mercy. She goes back to her dingy ass apartment, you know, 21, 24. She ain't got nothing good going on. She go back to her dingy ass apartment with her roommate. She's like, damn, I could be at my man's house. And then she's like, have you ever thought about having children? You're like, I ain't having no more kids. That's why you get the snap. Somebody says, we don't know about screamers. Y'all don't know, man. Especially, you got a house? Oh, my goodness. You know, house or a townhouse. Boy, she could belt out a big old tune. Women love that. They love that. They like, wow. I don't have to. They can walk around naked afterwards. Go get you a drink. Go get me a bottle of water. She can walk down there. You know what I mean? Just things just swinging, jiggling. <laughs> anyway. Somebody said they scream. All right, here we go. Last one. Last men to never aim to become. If you're just joining me, number three, part of a woman's friend zone. Number two, the step dummy. Number one, the male feminist. Oh, my goodness, guys. Don't ever. Don't ever. Believe that this is an aim for you. Now, I'm not telling you not to be a male feminist. You can do as you please. But I think these men are weasels, absolute weasels. So friend zone men are weasels. Stepdaddy's not so much. Stepdummies not so much. But the male feminist is one of the biggest weasels out here. And I think you should know about that. Never aim to be this. Never go on this side of the political aisle. As a matter of fact, I actually tell as a rule to women that I date. I'm going to talk about younger women. I do not discuss politics with you because many times, especially if there are a different race, they will use you as, especially if they're older in a different race, they will get you to, but you know, they believe that many black men are Chris vote for Biden. And I'm simply not as a particular rule. Now, if there's the right person. Yeah. But in this instance, there will be like, you know, I stand up for women's rights and, I believe this. And don't you believe in the right to choose? And now I'm like, I don't believe in none of that stuff. As a principle, I don't. But they automatically think that and they think that you can let, if you're a Trump supporter, swipe left and all of these goofy things. And the reason why they don't want you to be that is because they're a feminist and they want you to be the male version of that. They want you to carry out their plan, but eventually they don't treat you with respect. They treat you like a hand-pecked guy because they know you're a weasel. The story that I gave you about Amber Rose and 21 Savage is a prime example of that, although these people are are to the extreme. Amber Rose actually was dating 21 Savage, and she lost respect for 21 Savage when 21 Savage started to advocate for her politics. Remember I told you that story? When 21 Savage went out and was carrying signs at her 304 march, or whatever they call it, And he was like, women should be at 304s and they should be skeezers and sluts or whatever they were calling them. That's what they were calling him. I didn't call them that. When when Amber Rose looked at 21 Savage holding the sign, she was like, "Mm, I can't get wet for that guy no more. (laughs) She was like, I can't do it. Let me show you the sign. 21 Savage, Amber Rose. Because women, as I showed you in that one clip, women want to be, many times, they want to have that man to be the leader. Or they want to be, as the one woman said in the uh, clip, she likes to be degraded. Or they need that balance of the man being a dominant. And so when you show submission, here it is right here. I found the picture. When you show submission to all of her agenda, well, because some of her agenda is BS and requires weak male men and weasels to get it carried through, she can't respect you as a man anymore. Here it is right here. This is the sign that I was talking about. So he's out here marching with her, and then when she broke up with him, she was like, I lost respect for him when I saw him out here at the march. Mm. <laughs> this is the this is the bird brains that you're dealing with. So he agreed with her uh, political stance, but then now when he was out there carrying signs and marching and screaming at the top of his lungs, she was like, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I can't get wet for you, tonight. like I'm used to men treating me poorly. I'm used to men treating me dominantly, and you're in male weakness. And so, a lot of guys, they're, they're these guys, uh, many times they're not what you would consider alpha or masculine. We promote masculinity over here, not alphaism. But these men aren't considered masculine in any way. Many people will call them other names like beta and cuck or anything like that. And so, they have to deceive their way into these male French, uh, these friendship zones and all these things. And this is a tactic that they will use. They'll use internet male feminism, meaning they'll attack any guy who is masculine because he can behind a keyboard in the screen. And he'll pretend to care about women's rights more than his own rights. And you'll say, well, what about fatherhood? What about father's rights? What about, and until he gets put in that grinder, he'll continue to be an internet male feminist. Okay, it's the only way that he can get female attention. It's the only way that he can get female attention. And so he does this online and I can't stand guys like you. It's guys like you that do this and he'll get 1.4 K likes on a fake book post. And then the women were like, there should be more guys just like you. One of these days, I'll give you a sniff, but until then I'll give you internet accolades and you're such a good man and you're good and you voted for Biden and you went out on our March and thank you very much. And then when you get in their DMS, they're like, well, I consider you a friend. Many of these men themselves look at themselves as a victim, and they have a victimhood mindset. They have a victimhood mindset to masculine men, to the patriarchy, to alphaism. They have a victimhood mindset to uh, uh, hypergamy or hypergamy. They have a victimhood mindset to black issues. A lot of times black men will only become male feminists because they've been already emasculated. They've already been weakened by women, namely their mothers. They've already become a son-husband. You ever see these guys, they're always posing with pictures with their mommy and they're always out there, even as an adult. And I love my moms. They had an absence of father, uh, father uh, guidance. Many times uh, the mother was the only person that raised them. And so they see themselves as a victim because the mother has always been a perpetual victim. And so they're along in the politics and the belief and the mindset of their mother. So when they think about something, well, I think about the rights that my mother had. Well, if your mother had that right, you wouldn't even be here, okay? She would have deleted your ass like the other these people trying to delete their babies. You never thought about that, did you? But a lot of times people think that the opposite of male feminism is the opposite of women's rights, and that's not true. So a person like me, I love women's rights and I also love the right that I don't have to be with your ass and marry you no more. Okay. So I love that part. Have all the rights that you want, but many times that accompanies not marriageable, not being a marriageable person. I know you don't believe so, but the more rights that you push for your side, it makes you less marriageable. So in essence, you free men like myself. And it actually gives me an opportunity to say, see guys, they ain't about you. They're about them. So ladies, I always tell you make all the money you want, Have all the careers you want. So
1: I could focus on my career. Have all
0: the, if you want to have sex like men have sex, go have it. But I ain't paying for it. Mm. I ain't cleaning it up. I'm not marrying you no more. You're not marriageable material. I can tell you about that. So I'm not anti women's rights. I'm for it. Because it actually frees me. I no longer have to take care of you. You make just as much money as I do. Pay the bills. So this is what happens. I love the strong and independent woman because it actually puts yourself out on front street that I don't need to be with somebody like you. (laughs) I'm like, good, be free. But you can come over, get 10 toes up and go back to your dingy apartment, have at it. But don't ask me about any little bit of money. Don't ask me to do all of these other things for you that you want. Oh, I'm gonna just put, I'm gonna just play this woman. So don't ask me to do all the nice things that men used to do when you got all of these rights now. You got all of these careers. Wait.
1: And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of
0: that. Yeah, hey, baby, you got it, baby. It's your life. It's your world.
1: Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people is anybody else just over this hookup culture i mean i get it i'm i'm online i'm trying all these things but like what happened to romance what happened to you know a little bit of chivalry whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us what are you doing can i come through is there any real men out there
0: at all i don't know help me out in the story of romance, and we'll end it on this, in the story of romance, romance has never been about equal. The woman is subservient to the man, meaning he comes out, he helps her, he guides her to the car, he opens her door. he Before she gets out, he puts the coat over the puddle. He's helping her because she cannot help herself, or he's showing her chivalry, which has nothing to do with romance. He's showing her that he's willing to treat her with kid gloves if she needs to be. So where does you going out there working for another man, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, hammering it, being a, being a grinder, strong and independent, being strong, where does that mean? Opening the door for her, pulling out her chair. That's a dominant, submissive relationship. Where does strong and independence come in there? Where does he's doing all the, where he used to do all the nice things? Well, that came with, I'm here and you're here. I'm going to help you. You're going to help me. I don't get it. I don't get it. But they're still saying, you should do all the nice things, but I'm going to go out here um, and enjoy these streets. In these streets. Before you come to do the nice things. It just doesn't make sense. But have at it. You guys try to make sense of this. But it's going left. Let's do uh, the PayPals now. paypal This is all very much controversial information. Why is it controversial? They don't want men to know this stuff. They don't want men to know this. Because as soon as you know it, you're going to go, wow. Now, everybody doesn't agree with everything that I say. But when you know this now, you look at relationships and dating a little bit differently. And, of course, I have simped and, and fallen short of the glory of the free agent lifestyle myself. Just do swoosh says, coach, I want to know every time that you press the start stream button. He says, I want you to know every time you press the start stream button, you save me from the plantation. I don't take you for granted. Appreciate that, man. It's hard out here. It's hard. A lot of us are down bad and a lot of us settle. Men typically have to settle in relationships uh, because we just don't have 80% of us don't have what 20% of men have. So we have to settle. And we have to, uh, you know, come up with reasons as why you date a woman, right? Oh, you know, I prefer this type of woman. Now, if you had the the best choice you could possibly make, you wouldn't choose this one. But this one's available. Shout out to No Name. Hey, coach, I lost all my friends and family living the free agent lifestyle. Family on the 4th of July said, how dare you live debt-free with no kids to a new city, moving to a new city in Tampa like a king in here. How dare you? Mm -hmm. How dare you get off that plantation? How dare you live free? Hey, man, many slaves that ran away and got free. Oh, the slaves hated them, people. And he also says, uh, he says, hey, coach, same family believing all the C-19 narrative last year. Now want to get together on the 4th pretending they weren't uh, angry, rude, right? When you're like, yeah, I'm going to never come out to your place. You didn't get the poke. He says they know their jabs didn't work. They still got sick. But not us purebloods. Yep. I mean, I might have had it at one point because I still was coughing. <coughs> <laughs> but I didn't get it, and I didn't get the Jeopardy jab. Where's all that conversation gone? by the way? Man, that stuff got quieted down. Are they still talking about that no more? <laughs> right? That was weird. That literally was a blip in time that people will forget. They're going to walk away and act like that did not happen. Like, they wasn't scared to come over to your house. Did you wear a mask and like that? (laughs) Like, are people still doing that? I mean, how many people are plugged into that? Shout out to Randy Shoe, You are right. I did not get anything. Oh, that's the guy that put the little petite little thing on the shoulder. Do you need a shoulder to lean on? Do you need to go see somebody right there? You need to see the concert. And he was rocking her like this. He was like, ooh. He had that sweet, sweet thing on the back of his neck. He was grabbing his neck. When he got home, like, <laughs> hey, we're animals. He says, but I like the festival. Also found out she is a play sister for my best buddy. Damn, man, losing all around. He says, coach is right. I did not tell it to prove. He says, I did not have to tell it to prove Coach Adams is always right. Um, every now and then you will find yourself in those situations, you know, and you got to go back to your thinking. You got to go, you know. Somebody says my stepfather caught C-19 and died. I mean, listen, I'm not saying nobody died. I mean, you died because you had something else. I'm not even going to get into that conversation. There's too much damn. They didn't proved all that. Was he out of shape? Did he have diabetes? You know what I mean? High blood pressure. Come on, man. Mm. I'm not even going to get into all that. That stuff's been proven already. I'm not even going to open up that damn box. Because we're like, you can get it and die. Yeah, well, because... Other reasons you smoke cigarettes, three packs of Newports a day. (laughs) Come on, yikes! He did that's not what killed him. He killed him because of his lifestyle, and he was probably a beta male. Pre existing conditions, it was like 80%. Remember, they were like, oh, like afterwards, it's like 80% of the case. Of course, I knew that he was overweight by 150 pounds. That's what killed him. So I said diabetes. He dead. He dead. People die every day, B. One day I'll die. But I ain't going to be scared. <laughs> the only fear of death is coming back reincarnated. Shout out to Pop. My only fear of death is coming back reincarnated. Anyway, was he doing push-ups every day? Nope. Come on. I can't feel bad for the brothers. <laughs> T Bone got shot on his birthday. Come on, bro. Everybody, hey, we die every day, B. Relax. But if you walking out here scared, tiptoeing, oh boy, oh, let me step. And then your whole 30 years, the whole 30 years before you croaked, you was living reckless. You know what I'm saying? getting the supersized Big Mac meal, eating that Taco Bell every night, not exercising, you overweight, diabetes, heart conditions, you eating soul food, you don't know what you missing. I know what I'm missing now. I know what you missing, life. Mm-hmm. Life, life. <laughs> yeah. You missing life, bruh. You out there, them ribs. Them hog mugs, them boudin, them greens. All right, yeah. Mm. <laughs> How you looking now eating that soul food? You missing oxygen out in this mug. And somebody said, somebody said you going to die too? And everybody. When was the last person that you know made it this long on earth and ain't died? Everybody going. We all going. <laughs> we all going. So you can choose to live in fear or not. You know what I mean? There's certain things I'm scared of. I'm letting y'all know. I'm scared of a couple of things, you know. So you won't catch my ass near going to it, right? But, you know, I got fear and all. There's a couple of things I will not do on earth. So, yes, you know, because I know I'm going. All right, as soon as I do it, I know I'm going. I'm like, Lord, this could be my chance. So I'll stay away from it. But other than that, somebody said spiders. <laughs> I'm not scared of spiders. Rattlesnakes, on the other hand, rattlesnakes will get your ass, man. And actually, you know, out here in, in Vegas, I was at the at the dog park in this old tight body. Oh, she was older, though. She was like 36, 39. She was bad, though. She had her little tight little booty shorts on and her little tight. She was packed. She was tightly packed. But she was talking to me. She was like, oh, uh, have you seen any rattlesnakes? I was like, rattlesnakes? <laughs> rattlesnakes, what? She was like, yeah, one of the dogs got bit out here. I was like, oh, Lord. And um, if you've ever been hiking and you're like, you know, they got rattlesnake season and you go hiking, you know, you be with a Kaylee. I love to hike. And you go hike with Kaylee, you will not see the rattlesnake and it will be right. There. Have you ever gone hiking and the rattlesnake? Like you're looking for rattlesnakes. Every step you take, every little step I take, you looking at it like this. You looking for the snake. And you're like, I'll see it. You will not see the snake. I've walked right up on the rattlesnake. And it was right there, bro. Like right there. You think you're gonna see snakes? That's what makes a snake a snake. You will not see the damn snake. (laughs) They're right there in a little ball in a little dirt patch right next to the dirt you're walking on. And by the time you see it, you've walked next to it or clear past the damn thing. And you're like, holy, I was looking. You were like this. You were looking for it. You were looking for it. And then you walk past and then as you step by, there it is. Mm. It is brutal," he says. "You got to talk. Stop with the snake talk. They are masters at blending into their space. So this is why when she was like rattlesnake, I was like rattlesnake. Oh Lord, have mercy! Mm. You know what I mean? Like it don't matter what color. It could be the grass. It could be the bush. It could be the the dirt. They're right there. Be careful. You go mountain biking. I had a friend go mountain biking, and a rattlesnake got caught in his tire. <laughs> He's riding the bike and the snake just going around in his tire like this. He had to jump off the bike. I'm like, oh, hell no. Snakes are injured. That's why they're snakes, man. Snakes in the grass. That's why they take snake in the grass. You're a snake in the grass. You do not see the damn thing. So watch out for snakes. I don't mess around when it comes to snakes. Snakes? I don't know any snakes. S-A-U in Mexico, he says, morning coach from south of the border. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Nothing can stop you if you always stay alert and learn from mistakes. Yes. And men, all men will make these mistakes. All men will make these mistakes. By the way, I have pictures of other snakes, but rattlesnakes I don't like. Right. I have pictures of me with uh, pythons and uh, boa constrictors. I don't mind holding those like they're not going to bite me and poison my ass in the middle of the damn hike. And they got a helicopter my ass out of the damn mountains. (laughs) or I got to put a splint on like I don't mind those snakes but a poisonous snake that and baby rattlers you do not want to get into baby rattlers will bite you and they will stop not stop injecting you with venom so you don't want a baby rattler you want an old ass old lady ass rattler who just (laughs) all right (laughs) so it's a mess shout out to Michael Powell says the hypergamy don't work the same it don't work the same now that we know about these issues. Hypergamy, I mean, how are you going to use this to your advantage? Right, you got to be able to use this to your advantage, not just say, oh, I hate dealing with females and all this stuff. Let me put this up. I like dealing with women, but I know how to, I know my restrictions with them. This is how far you're going to get. If you try to get more, I always tell them, You're welcome to go find whatever you're looking for out there. Every time I play that, um, every time I give them that option, you know what they do. They bring their ass right back. Every time I say, well, if you're looking for that, go go ahead and find it. All the time, they come right back. Hey, hey, stranger. How's it going? I'd be like, you free to leave. There's the door. Nope, I'm not going to do anything like that. Nope, I ain't paying that much. Nope, I'm not paying for that. M- no. When you stand your ground, and you yeah, do it respectfully. When you do it respectfully, no, that's okay. You listen. Uh, you're free to go find whatever you're looking for out there. They go out there, and then, hi, text. Hey, big head. Hey, stranger. How's it going? Where you been? It's been a while. Long time no here. But you know what happened during that time? They didn't got clapped and papped out by at least three other dudes in the meantime. Because what I talk about is they think they're going to find one man for themselves. No, you're sharing, ladies, whether you agree to share or not agree. You're going to go through this and get papped out. I know this for, a, I do this for a living. You're going to get that. Yeah, you crossed my mind. You're going to get it. You're going to get swindled. You're going to get game ran on you. You're going to get hoodwinked and bamboozled. You're going to think you got a relationship and then you're going to find out it don't last. You're going to get cheated on. You're sharing. Now, you can agree to share. (laughs) You can agree to share if you like, or you can act like you're going to get you your own personal mail. If you're a black woman, you're not getting your own personal mail. You're not. It's very rarely that you will. The only way you going to get one is if you're the only woman in his life, but he might have another man in his life. Mm. So you might be the only woman in his life. However, if you're in the South, somewhere around Hotlanta, Miami, he got another man in his life potentially. Now. <laughs> now, with that being said, if he's up, 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 and he got his money right, and he ain't a broke ninja. You sharing? If he's a really, really poor broke ninja, you sharing? If he's a middle class dude, you might have him as the that you might not be sharing him, but he's sharing you. <laughs> he's sharing you with the world because that's the only guy that you can get uh, get to agree to be out there i'm gonna go work for this master over here then i'll bring back the money to you but that's my money we're gonna live off of your money and i'm gonna have male friends and i'm gonna be living i'm gonna go out with my girls the girls nights nice out i'm gonna shake my ass and he'll be like okay anything for you my queen and then he'll be at home watching his own kids while you out there in these streets in the all right streets and he paying 60 70 80 percent of the bills and he's taking you out on dates and you go on the girls trips and all that stuff yeah by that particular point you're not sharing him but he's sharing you with the world (laughs) oh man all right uh we got a couple more contributions and then we're gonna call it a wrap maybe yeah two hours yeah Uh, shout out to uh deshawn says Oh, he he says here, never be a captain, save a 304. They don't want to be saved. Oh, gosh, if we can, yeah. Um, have you ever tried to save one? Baby, you don't have to do this out here. Baby, you don't have to be used and abused out here and spit out. I'm going to play that clip one more time. I got to play this clip. And um, a lot of guys don't understand this about uh, when they deal with women. A lot of them want to be in somewhat... And you got to figure out where, the, where that line is. Was this the girl's page here? Yeah, yeah. I think this was the girl's page. Maybe this wasn't it. Some girls like to be in a somewhat dominant, submissive relationship. I got to find that part of the clip. Some of them want to be, they, they, they have to be in that type of relationship. In which they're getting degraded to an extent. It's got to be a respectful degrade, degradation though respectful degradation <laughs> so um and you get with attractive women and you think you want to caress them and touch them and oh my oh you're just a pretty woman and you ever be, deal with a pretty woman she grabbed my hair spank me call me dog de- call me a uh, ugly name spit in my mouth well the guys that they deal with have done that let's see if what we can play it it
1: means to me now Fair for use. me it's complete selfless product, but that's like I just know that's when I'm like, oh, I can stop now. But I find joy I find in being my own stuff going on. You know, I always make the choice to do it. Rooster I in always the background. make the choice to do it. I, I like to give. I like to allow my person to lead. They know, especially like when it translates in the bedroom, I like Here it is. to feel dominated.
0: There, okay. I like to feel dominated. Guys, do you know how many, what you would term or deem attractive women? Love to be dominant. Not even just attractive women. Regular, normy, nerdy, plain James. dominated in in the bedroom and in many aspects of life. Dominated and carried around. Carried.
1: You know, riding dick ain't always my favorite position Pause. because I like to be taking advantage. Oh my gosh. No,
0: I like to be taken advantage of. She's speaking out and she had to say, well, not quite, but listen.
1: Oh, I don't like to be taken advantage of. I like to feel that's okay. I like to be degraded.
0: There you go. So look, that's okay. I like to be degraded. Let's hear it again.
1: Especially like when it translates in the bedroom, I like to feel dominated. You know, riding dick ain't always my favorite position because I like to be taking it. Oh my gosh, no, I don't like to be taking
0: Rooster in the background. Listen to the rooster in the background.
1: In the bedroom, I like to feel dominated. You know, riding dick ain't always my favorite position because I like to be taking it. Oh my gosh. No, I don't like to be taken advantage of. I like to feel that's okay. I like to be degraded.
0: So, I mean, this is the stuff that we always want to share with you. Um, when you figure it out, when you get on that side of the world, you go, Wow, and that this is not all, but this is a lot. And a lot of young women are growing up watching prawn, just as much prawn as you. A lot of them go into their room, look at that drawer, pull that drawer out next to her bed, the second drawer, not the top drawer. Look at that drawer, and you'll see a lot of them watch uh fetish kinks like um. Uh, where the the three dude, there'll be six dudes in Timberland boots. There'll be a dude sneaking in the window with a ski mask, and he got ten boots on, Sean, and he got the baggy jeans, Sean, and the tank top like Fifty Cent or the shirt off. That that's fantasy. Um, we we they they like um um a, a lot of women indulge in grape fantasy. It doesn't mean they want to be great, but there's a fantasy. Let me see here. This is tough stuff to talk about, but we're educating men. A lot of them deal in great fantasy. Let me see here. Let me do the percentage. I will use a legit source here, right, psychology today. So a woman might have a great fantasy and want you to role play that out. Not all, uh, but a lot of experienced women will have this experienced women meaning they've already done all the missionary they have this thing that they want to explore this dominant understanding indulging in great fantasy explaining that dynamics of forced sex desire and play and sometimes these women will invite men to do this and then claim that she was great this can happen too because she's not you know uh, a lot of people will feel like oh i can't believe i let myself do that and got humiliated like that Um, A lot of women will sign up to be prawn. They'll go into prawn and they'll get offered more money to do a humiliation scene. And then that's their exit out of prawn. Dang, it was this. It was humiliation. I thought I like it and I got paid well, but and then she regrets it. How common is great fantasy? Great fantasy is more common than you may assume. According to these researchers found that 62 percent of participants consisting of 355 women from two universities in the southwestern United States, that would be Arizona State, in the University of Arizona, in San Diego State, in the University of uh, California, San Diego, in Cal State, Northridge, and, uh Cal State, Fullerton. Southwestern United States, that would be Grand Canyon University, <laughs> University of Phoenix. That would be UCLA, USC. It says right here, 362% 300, uh, of 355 women reported having these fantasies in varying various degrees and types and frequencies. Uh, a survey here, 4,175 adults in the U.S. have found that two-thirds of women in the study had this type of fantasy, and half of men surveyed reporting having this fantasy. So there's types and all of this stuff. And, of course, there's consent and role play and sometimes recording of it sometimes recording of it so a lot of you you guys don't really know once you get behind this wall you will get a wake-up call on what and then these people will come out i want to have it guys some of these people will say spoil me and i'll spoil you back the spoiling is them letting you do the great humiliate whatever that is and they're more willing to do that after a while they'll get tired of it and come back to standard relationships They'll get tired of that, and then um, she'll be saying stuff like this right here. Um, They'll get tired of that, and it'll be boring to her. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you would be doing right now? (laughs) In these
1: streets. You'll be in these what?
0: (laughs) I believe you, too, she tied be tired of me. (laughs) So what's in these streets? It's not. She's not getting, she, she's probably getting degraded. She's probably getting used. She's probably can be who she really wants to be. She's tired of being doing a marital missionary. She'll she'll want to go out and experiment. Many times she might've been a virgin. You married her, then she'll gonna want to experience. The whole Fifty Shades of Grey. The whole Fifty Shades of Grey was uh, basically an admission of these type of fantasies. And women overwhelmingly married women, single women. They ran to that movie. They were like, yes, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's what you're getting, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's what you're getting over here, ladies. You're getting 50 shades of gray over here, but this is what's happening. And so they're now able to reveal that this is what they want in life. But unfortunately, they're also playing both sides of the fence. They want this, not necessarily for their husband. They want to experience this, but then they want to get married or then they want a relationship. And then they'll be like, oh, I really not. You're not really doing anything for me. I really don't want any. I had a chili dog for lunch. Or the vice versa. She doesn't want to do these things. You marry her. And then she wants to experiment after she reads Fifty Shades of Grey. And she says, that's possible. I can do those things. Yes, you can. And she'll say, I want to do stuff like that.
1: I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. <laughs> oh,
0: in your dad's age group? group? How did she say that? All right, we could do got a couple more PayPals in the building. Uh, let's see if I got him. The hypogamy don't work the same. And then we got KT King in the building. What did you have to say, brother? What did you have to say, brother? What did you just have to say? He says, um, have you noticed the increase of pregnant women and women who have just given birth on dating apps hit the buzzer? Boy. I got a great story on that one. I've told this one before, but we won't tell it now. Yeah, there's women woman that, oh, by the way, uh, let's show you this real quick before let's pop that up. Oh, that's not the one I wanted to pop up. Let's pop that up right there. How about that? You see that right there? I will tell you, the brother in America is the catfish of the dating marketplace. The bottom feeder. <laughs> okay, this goes without saying. I'm just, I know people don't like that, and people, me calling you out, and I'll know, no, there's other bottom feeders. There's no bigger bottom feeder than brothers. I can do some shuffling, too. Look oh, out, man, what, what you gonna, gonna do? out, boys,
1: it's coming
0: through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Soon as it's time to clean up the mess, soon as it's time to get the white liberals, soon as it's time to get the, it's always, and the brothers all well, i prefer no, you don't. You don't prefer a damn thing. Is this your? Ba- Are you the step daddy or the step dummy? Or is this your? Is this your girl, guys? This is a. This potentially could be his girl. He might think this redheaded, green eyed, hazel eyed kid is his baby. I hope not. Or he could be dating her after she just gave birth, which is very, very common on dating apps. Very common. A dude, she will she will deliver a baby, be she will be pregnant on a dating app. I had a Russian, this Russian woman, she was fine as hell. I'm telling you, she was a good-looking woman. This is my story about the dating. The the girl I that I, I met on Tinder, down bad days. I think it was Tinder or Bumble. I can't remember what it was. She spoke in Russian. She was blonde and blue-eyed. So she spoke in broken English. On the text. So as I'm talking to her, we're setting up a meeting. She says, I just wanted to let you know, I'm with, she said something like, I'm with a child or I'm with the child or something like this that's X amount of months or X amount of years. So I didn't know. I was like, Is she a single mom? I really didn't understand what she was trying to say. She's like, I'm with the child and this amount of months or weeks. I was like, Did she just have a baby? I don't know. I met her at Starbucks met her ass at Starbucks. I was looking at her picture. I was like, well, she good looking and she gets out of the car and she's pregnant. Like eight months pregnant, like just about to blow. She's showing. She walked out. She was on a dating app. And I was looking at her like, Oh my Lord, you pregnant. (laughs) She said, "Natasha, the pregnant. Natasha, the pregnant. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> what's her name? I can't even think of the name. Anastasia, pregnant. I was like, Natasha. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, I told you on the text message. I'm with the child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the child. Natasha with the child. I told you. I was like, what? Oh my God. I was like, well, I was still hit." But I was like, well, you know, I don't think this will work out. You know, I had to let her ass down low. And she's like, oh, all the guys say this in America. All the guys say this. So I had to ask her, (laughs) I said, is the baby daddy, I said, who's the pappy of that chocolate baby? Because I knew for sure she got knocked up by a black guy because she's sitting next to me. Sure, damn enough. The dude that knocked her up was a brother. And I said, is he going to raise the baby? Is he going to uh, be a part of the kids? life?" oh, Natasha, don't think he need to pay. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, hell no. So the dude's going to skirt, skirt, skirt away <laughs> with the responsibility. You're out here dating, looking for a man to be a step. What in the hell? You ain't even had the baby yet. And she was good looking. So I know somebody got that. I know somebody signed up, like this brother right here. I know somebody signed up for that deal because she was that good looking. And if her body snapped back into shape, she'd be all right. But she's with a child. And look at this dude. He just happy. He got him a white Kaylee. He was like, I finally got me a Kaylee. Or if that's, if he thinks that's his baby, he's out of control. Wow. But that was in my down bad days. You know what I mean? Uh, But by the way, uh, let me see here. I don't know if you guys know, a basketball player, a famous basketball player got caught up into that. What was his name? Right here. What's this dude's name? He played for the Grizzles. He played for the Grizzles and the Utah Jazz. I forget names. He played on Ohio State. I know that. Uh, Mike Conley. Yes, Mike Conley. Mike Connolly allegedly got into the same situation. Michael Connolly, actually, his wife allegedly had a baby by another man up under their marriage, and he allegedly still taking care of that baby. Mm. So you can be down bad and have money. You can have, be down bad and have money. It's not a rich thing or a broke man thing. It's, you know, for some reason, brothers, you think that's your only way To get you some. You think that's the only way to get you some. And I just want to tell you brothers. Even when you ascend to great heights. It's not the only way. I've given you solution. After solution. After solution. And you refuse to take. Not all brothers are going to do that. But every time I look up. (laughs) It's crazy. Uh, So just a review. For the people who came in late. Or the cheaters to the system. Three things that men should never aim to be a part of a woman's friend zone. There's no reason for you to be friends with them like that. And partners and homie lover friends and best friends and all of that stuff. I don't see any point of that. And hanging with them all the time, you're not getting the benefit that you believe you're getting. All right. It's a lopsided relationship. Number two, the step daddy, step dummy in this situation here. Or raising another kid's biological. All right. We talked about that. And number one is the male feminist all right it's a very much a cowardly weasel way to get what you're trying to get we know what you're trying to get the other women know what you're trying to get uh but uh, it's a weaselly way to get what you want to get I, i don't trust men like this i don't trust men like this like the whole kendrick lamar i don't trust men like that you're basically i'm gonna put you in the no trust zone when you function and operate this way especially when you don't fight for men's rights if you're trying to fight for men's rights um, then fine. But most of the time you don't. And let me just give you a definition here. This is a man who is desperate for approval and acceptance and affection from women. This desperation has led to compromising of his beliefs and values. Um, and then the desec- oh desecration of his dignity and self-worth and his inability to stand up for himself and what he deserves as a human being. Um, loyalty, fidelity, and honesty in romantic relationships. So this definition is on Urban Dictionary under C-U-C-K, that word. But this is basically what a male feminist does. He's desperate for acceptance and approval and affection from women. And so he weasels his way. Oh, I believe in your rights and I'm so disgusted by the reversal of 304 v. Wade. And you weren't disgusted by lack of paternity, uh, paternity fraud. Are you disgusted by that? Are you disgusted? Are you gonna march again? Are you gonna cry for that? I don't see you crying for that. I don't see you going to this. I don't see you crying for this potential allegedly paternity fraud. I don't see you crying for that. But you crying, well, I can't put 304 versus Wade. No man. But you will basically you will desecrate your own dignity and self-worth and your inability to stand up for yourself or have any damn human beliefs for your own self that you'll weasel your way into these type of uh, uh, relationships being the male womanist. Um, Let me make sure I got all the sponsorships today. And then we'll get on with the rest of life. We got a couple more. Hang tight. Where are we at here? Owen R. says, you're teaching as usual, coach. Thank you. All right. Thank you, man. And I messed up again, but I appreciate you supporting the free agent lifestyle. We teach around here. That's what I do. I be teaching. I'll be teaching. It's not popular teaching, though. It's not popular teaching, but it's the real teaching, man. Some of you guys, we need a wake-up call. Baraka here says, I come to refresh the knowledge, but the comedy and delivery is top-notch, Coach. Natasha, come not to trap you. Shout-out to uh, from Uganda. Oh, Natasha, va-va-voom, you like a Russian girl. You like the Eastern European. I need to work on accents. Natasha, love you. Natasha, love you, baby, baby. Natasha, love you. You ever hear? You ever date a foreign woman, and they already know all the corny stuff to get you in? Don't you like? No, don't you not love Natasha? Natasha, love you. Don't you like love this? Don't you like to love this kitty cat? Don't you love the poos poos? Natasha, make you love the poos poos. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I get this? crazy stuff from. You, you love to push, push. You like to kiss, push, push. Natasha loved it. You love Natasha. And then she go away. Oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Natasha, miss you. I sight, out of mine or heart make the, uh, distance make the heart grow fonder. Natasha say distance make the heart grow fonder. So I'll be thousands and thousands of mine. By the way, another thing to never become is a long-distance relationship. Oh, we'll end it on that. Long-distance relationships, men do not do them. You are in a supremely weak position. All right, let's get out of here, brothers. We out of here.
1: Um, And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. (laughs) <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men Who uh, we know will be great long-term partners,
2: aka nice guys, right? And that's you. And that's you. Here comes
0: the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen, right there.
1: This is what make it happen.
0: This is what make
1: it happen. If a man wanna know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? We (laughs) did. First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. But those not respectable women. I
0: don't want no respect.
1: I want some ass. Uh-huh.
0: Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double-barred shotgun and show me what you're working
1: with. But don't you want commitment?
0: What, go? who? You ca-who? don't want to be committed. Jeez. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.